Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. This is the Danny Parkin Show. Yeah, it is. Thanks for hanging out with the Danny Parkin Show. CBS Sports Radio, Sirius 206, radio.com. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Follow me on Twitter at Danny Parkins. It's 855 212 4227. CBS Sports Radio's toll free line, 855 212 4 CBS. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The lines are open for week four of the NFL season. I was impressed by Matt Stafford, even in a loss. The the Lions impressed me today defensively and at quarterback. I think Vontez Burfecht should be kicked out of the NFL. Enough already. He's already missed $4.2 million worth of salary and fines for wages lost. His hit today on Jack Doyle was egregious. I can't figure out the Browns other than Nick Chubb is who their offense should go through. Dwayne Haskins doesn't look ready for primetime. I think we'll see more of Case Keenum. The Bills defense is legit, but Josh Allen, who boy, that was rough. The Texans are going to get Deshaun Watson killed. And Dan Quinn should be fired tomorrow. There's a lot there in week four, not to mention a dreadful performance by the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. On Sunday Night Football, it's all on the table for you at 855-212-4227. But there's nothing that quite moves the needle in the NFL like a good old-fashioned quarterback controversy. Kyle Allen didn't play well enough for Carolina to really turn up that heat on Cam Newton. But Chase Daniel did here in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky. And it's not that Daniel played that well. It's that Mitch was playing that poorly and the Bears defense is that good. That was a dominant defensive performance by the Bears. I know the Patriots had gone four games going back to the AFC championship since they gave up a defensive or an offensive touchdown with their defense. The Bears defense is the best defense in the NFL. They've allowed the fewest points since the start of last season. They had Akeem Hicks out, Roquan Smith out. That's their second and fourth best defensive players. And they held the Vikings to, what, 40 rushing yards? Forced a fumble, only gave up a touchdown late, turned him over, put the ball on the ground, and absolutely dominated and controlled that game. That is a Super Bowl caliber defense. The Bears have won three straight. 
They're banged up. They're hurt. Their quarterback looks like he might be seriously hurt. They're going to London this week to beat the Raiders, who they will beat. And then they've got a bye. So they got basically two weeks to heal up as much as they can. I have no idea if Trubisky will be healed by then. But I can tell you this. There's going to be a quarterback controversy in Chicago because Chase Daniel came in and he looked more poised than Mitch Trubisky has all season on his first drive with the Bears. And Chase Daniel is a veteran. This is a smart quarterback. This is a QB coach on the field. He backed up Drew Brees for Sean Payton for a bunch of years in New Orleans. He backed up Carson Wentz in Philly, ended up losing out on the backup QB job to Nick Foles. That ended up being a real heartbreaking thing for him because he and his wife thought when Nick Foles took over for Carson Wentz and ended up winning the Super Bowl, that that should have been him. And then that $20 million contract that Nick Foles got from the Jaguars should have been there for Chase Daniel and that he is a starting caliber player. He backed up Alex Smith in Kansas City. He has been very good when he's gotten in in the preseason. He's been serviceable to good when he's gotten in in week 17 situations when teams have had playoff spots wrapped up and sat their quarterbacks. That happened a couple of times in Kansas City. Chase Daniel is the 30-something-year-old veteran journeyman who's always played behind good, smart, established starters who stayed healthy But because he has such a good reputation within the game, he's made more than $30 million, basically having never thrown a pass. And then he comes in, and here's what I can say definitively about Chase Daniel compared to Mitch Trubisky. Chase Daniel knows the Bears' offense better than Mitch Trubisky knows it. Here's another thing I can say about Chase Daniel definitively. Chase Daniel is more poised and calm than Mitch Trubisky. That ends the list of things that Chase Daniel does better than Mitch Trubisky. He's not as big as Mitch Trubisky. He's not as strong as Mitch Trubisky. He's not as mobile as Mitch Trubisky. He's not as athletic as Mitch Trubisky. He doesn't have as strong of an arm as Mitch Trubisky. And most importantly... There's no way that Chase Daniel is the future for the Bears at quarterback. It's 0%. Mitch Trubisky, I don't know if he's the future of the Bears at quarterback, but they traded up to use the second overall pick on him. This was his 31st start in the NFL. It's certainly much more than 0% that Mitch Trubisky is their quarterback of the future. And when I say quarterback of the future, I mean They want to give a second contract to. They want him to be here for the next five-plus seasons. That is in play, but I can tell you right now what's going to happen. Chase Daniel will play well against Oakland because everybody plays well against Oakland. They will go into the bye week with Chase Daniel on a two-game winning streak, the team on a four-game winning streak, and a belief that that defense just needs a quarterback who can execute a game plan and not make mistakes and isn't going to panic out there. Now, Mitch Trubisky traditionally doesn't turn the ball over a lot, but if this is a three or four week injury, I don't think Chase Daniel can play well enough in that period of time where Mitch doesn't get his job back. 
But if this is an eight or a 10 week injury, there is absolutely a scenario where Mitch Trubisky doesn't get his job back, at least this season. Because what if the what if Mitch misses 10 weeks, nine games, and they go eight and one? Like that's in play because of how good this defense is and because of how much Chase Daniel knows the system. And again, I don't think Chase Daniel's very good. He is spectacularly unspectacular when it comes to any measurable trait of a football player. But Mitch Trubisky has regressed, and Mitch Trubisky has a problem between his ears right now. He is hearing the doubts. He knows that he was drafted in front of Pat Mahomes. He knows that he was drafted in front of Deshaun Watson. He knows that Baker Mayfield, who is younger than him, has shown a higher ceiling. That Daniel Jones just showed a high ceiling. That Lamar Jackson has shown a high ceiling. That Kyler Murray has shown a high ceiling. He is the guy who deletes his social media or lets his handlers handle it during the season. Like He is hear the footsteps guy. He is the perfectionist who, when things go wrong, he stutters a bit. He has self-doubt. He's human. There's nothing wrong with being human, but this is going to get awkward for Mitch because he's going to be on the sideline watching his backup outperform him because thus far he's performed poorly. And if they keep winning without him, self-doubt about his worth and value to his team is going to creep in. It wouldn't creep in if he was Pat Mahomes. It wouldn't creep in if he was Deshaun Watson. It wouldn't creep in if he was Baker Mayfield. But Mitch isn't as good as the first two, and he's not wired like the last one. So the Bears have a problem. Maybe Chase Daniel will be so average and unspectacular that it won't become an issue, but just based on how their schedule is set up for next week, Mitch is going to have a lot of time to hear this noise. And based on how that x-ray, they they didn't get the x-ray right away, put him in a sling, ruled him out. They don't know. They're like, we don't know if it's season ending. It looked really bad. Now, it's his non-throwing shoulder, which is good. By all accounts, he's a really tough kid, which will help him. But I think Mitch is going to have some serious issues of self-doubt over the next couple of weeks because I think Mitch Trubisky is going to – or Chase Daniels is going to play well enough where Bears fans are going to be clamoring for Mitch to not get his job back because there are plenty of Bears fans who already were saying that Mitch wasn't the QB of the future and were saying – can they trade a third-round pick for Case Keenum in the offseason? What if Alex Smith comes back? Could they sign him? The Bears have two second-round picks. What are they going to do in next year's draft? Could the Bears find their own version of Gardner Minshew? The Bears' offense got booed in their opener against the Packers, and it was mostly Mitch Trubisky's doing. Like Bears fans are already teetering on the edge with Mitch Trubisky, and he's a guy who pays attention to that. So I think we've got a legitimate situation on our hands here in Chicago. 855-212-4227. Rich is in Phoenix. He's on the Danny Parkin Show. What's up, Rich? 
uh, originally from Chicago. I like to listen to you and uh, Danny Mack on the Score app while at work. Uh, I appreciate you, man. My main question is, um, so Chase played a lot of the preseason, as you know. Do you think that attributed to his success today versus Mitch's uh, struggles so far in the season? Or is it just basically the the system that he's in? Uh, I, I, th- I think I think Chase Daniel has played in and studied in this system longer than Mitch has, even though Mitch has more reps in it as quarterback of the Bears, right? Like Mitch has more regular season reps now than Chase Daniel had preseason reps. So I certainly think Chase Daniel playing in the preseason helped him, but I and I know a lot of people think it hurt Mitch Trubisky that he didn't. That certainly is looking good now. But Chase Daniel played in this system for four years or three years in, in Kansas City. And he played in it for a year in Philly. And he was here last year in Chicago. So this is five years for Chase Daniel in this offense. It is one season and three games in this system for Mitch Trubisky. So I don't think it's about the preseason. I think it's about his age within the league and his number of years within the system. I'll tell you one thing, though. It was nice seeing crisp passes that were uh, like thrown right to the receiver. Some of them were behind the receivers today, but at least they were completions, and it was nice seeing third downs being uh, turned into first downs. Yeah, I appreciate the call, man, because like, don't get it twisted. Chase Daniel is nothing special, but that was a special win. The Vikings defense is good, and he didn't light it up. It wasn't 350 yards. It wasn't three touchdowns. They got pretty conservative in the second half, but that was an undermanned Bears team. That was a huge win, and just like Kirk Cousins isn't good when the lights shine brightest, Neither is Mitch Trubisky and the play where he got hurt already showed a decent amount of lack of awareness. The ball was in the wrong hand. He was kind of spinning around. He was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Chase Daniel came in immediately settled things down and he got the win. It was the most impressive win today in the NFL. There were some good ones. Tampa was obviously really impressive That kept their hopes alive for doing anything meaningful, hanging 55 on the road against the Rams. But second and fourth best defensive players out for the game, dominate Dalvin Cook, make Kirk Cousins' life miserable, starting quarterback gets hurt on the third play of the game, beat the Vikings to win their third straight and gain a share of first place. The Bears had the most impressive win of the day. 855-212-4227. Your biggest NFL takeaways today, and I'm seeing a ton of people from Atlanta who want to weigh in. Yo, why does Dan Quinn still have a job? I don't understand what the hell's happening to the Falcons. We'll go there coming up. It's the Danny Parkin Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the Danny Parkin Show. Thanks for hanging out on the Danny Parkin show. This is CBS sports radio, radio.com sports week four, basically in the books, Monday night football, of course, still to come brutal week for survivor pools. I think there's going to be a brewing quarterback situation here in Chicago, because I think chase Daniel will play just well enough for bears fans who are already teetering on the edge about Mitch Trubisky to be pushed over it. But that isn't the only thing that I think is going to be a sea of change in the NFL. 
I just do not know what Dan Quinn does. Why are the Falcons so bad? They honestly should be much, much, much better than they are, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but also they don't have a defensive identity. I don't get it. They were incredible when Kyle Shanahan was there. Matt Ryan was even really, really good last year. Top five or six quarterbacks statistically in the NFL. And they are just regressing all over the place. That would be a great spot for Lincoln Riley. I don't know if Lincoln Riley wants to go to the pros yet. I don't know if he's going to wait for the perfect situation or if he's going to want to mold a young quarterback as opposed to pairing up with a veteran. Obviously, Matt Ryan isn't mobile, but I'd think if you were Lincoln Riley, you could do a hell of a lot worse than playing in a dome with arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL with a former MVP as your quarterback. I'd make Dan Quinn the first head coach fired. 855-212-4CBS is the telephone number. Trofke is in Georgia. He's on the radio.com app and CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Trofke? Thanks for calling. Hey, DP, how you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. Hey, just hit, hit me out for a quick second, man. I'm tired of people talking about Dan Quinn is uh, some type of defensive guru. Now, let me, let me look back for a second. When he was at Seattle, he had Hall of Fame players on every level of the defense. He might have had a Hall of Fame uh, secondary. But we got a defense that can't sack the quarterback. They don't get turnovers, and they don't uh, – and they can't get off the field on third down. So why do people keep saying Dan Quinn is some type of offensive guru? Defensive guru. Yeah, I, 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 he's living on reputation, man. I, I don't know. I know that they're a little banged up, and they're, it's, it's a flawed roster. They're a little undersized. But, I mean, you got McKinley. you got uh, Grady Jarrett. You've got Vic Beasley. That it, it should be better than this. But honestly, they also should be playing with a lead more. Like that, that's a team that should be led by its offense, and it's led by nothing. I, I don't know what you hang your hat on with the Falcons on either side of the ball. Yeah, one more thing about that is, uh, okay, you fired uh, Sarkeesian because you couldn't run the ball, and they had a, their offense was pretty good. You know, it's a little shaky, but you, you got all your weapons back this year, and you still can't run the ball. So and 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 ironic and the irony of it is Sarkeesian is at Alabama and Alabama has probably one of the best offenses in, in college football. So hindsight. Well, yeah, hindsight I mean, obviously, yeah. Thank you for the call. I mean, listen, coordinating in the NFL and college can be like comparing apples to bowling balls sometimes. But I would imagine it would be frustrated. You're down there in Georgia. You're so close to these dominant SEC programs, and sometimes you feel like these SEC teams could beat up on your porous defense. I get it. That would that would be a tough thing to deal with on the regular. John in Atlanta is on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, John? Hey, thank you for taking my call. Um, I host a podcast down here in Atlanta, Really Real Show Sports Podcast, and I've been talking about this for uh, since the end of last season, really. Uh, during last season, that Dan Quinn is he's, his time has expired. His time really expired uh, when the Falcons blew the Super Bowl, and that's when our window closed on this regime. Uh, when Kyle Shanahan left, the window slammed shut. 
the Steve Sarkeesian hire was a mistake. The Mark Juan Manuel hire was a mistake. And now you got the Dirk Cutter hire is a mistake. And Dan Quinn trying to run the defense is a mistake. Like you, I, like, I agree exactly with what you said. You don't know what he does well. He can't do anything for your offense. He can't do anything for your defense, seemingly. And the special teams is a disaster as well. So that's, that's all I got to say, man. I appreciate you taking my call. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. It, I get the argument of changing coordinators that many times. And when you lose Shanahan, it's tough to replace that because he is on the short list of best schemers and play callers in the entire league. So I'm not saying replacing Kyle Shanahan is easy. What I am saying is that when you have Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and Devontae Freeman, and you play in a dome, and every game they've played home and road this year has been in a dome, and because of a scheduling quirk, their first 11 games this year are all in a dome. You've got to be hanging 24 to 28 points a game up regularly. You know, you should be a... I'm not saying you got to be the Chiefs. I'm not saying you got to be the Rams. But you should be flirting with 30 points more often than not. And then if you got a defensive head coach, even if you just have a league average defense, if you have a top 10 offense, you're going to be winning 9 or 10 games every single season. This team is a colossal group of underachievers, and I think more so on the offensive side of the ball, but you can't just keep, you can't keep changing coordinators. They need to get rid of Dan Quinn, clean house, and hire an offensive-minded head coach so they can have some continuity on that side of the ball to try to salvage the rest of Julio Jones's prime and Matt Ryan's career. It's been in the league 12 years, but we see it from quarterbacks like him who stay healthy, man. You can, you can play well for a long, long time in the league at that position. There's no reason why Matt Ryan can't have another 40 touchdown season in his career. Can't be in an NFC championship again. Can't compete for Super Bowls. Can't be top five in MVP. There's no reason for it if they get the coaching thing figured out. That is a disaster in Atlanta. They're the most they're the biggest group of underachievers in the league so far. Huge stories coming out of week four. QB situation here in Chicago. I would argue coaching situation in Atlanta. We can figure out what the hell the Browns are together, or at least, you know, we can try. That's all coming up with your calls. This is the Danny Parkin Show. Thanks for hanging out on the Danny Parkin Show, CBS Sports Radio, radio.com, discussing the awkward quarterback situation that is and going to develop here in Chicago. It's not that Chase Daniel is better than Mitch Trubisky. Far from it. It's not that he's got a shot to be the quarterback of the future. Far from it. It's that he knows the system better. And he's calm. Mitch Trubisky clearly is limited in what he can do in the system and he's not calm. So if the bears are already sensitive to Mitch's psyche and aware of it, which they are. And now you have chase Daniel come out and have that game like he had on national TV. And then he beats the Raiders in London 
and then there's the bye. Depending on how long Mitch is out, even if Mitch doesn't play great, if he just keeps stacking wins, it could get awkward here. The Bears will want to go back to Mitch. And if it's a four- or a six-week injury, if it's relatively short-term, there's probably nothing Chase Daniel can do. But if it's 10 weeks and you're talking about bringing Mitch Trubisky back week 14 of the NFL season, I could see things getting very uncomfortable here if Chase Daniel goes on a monster run. 855-212-4227 is the number. Aaron in Chicago disagrees. Aaron, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? Man, what's up? I I expect more out of you than this. Chase Daniels goes on a monster run. It's like me losing, stop being asthmatic at the age of 38. It's not going (laughs) to happen. He had one good drive. For this man who who knows the offense, just hear yourself. He knows the offense. He's so calm. He's this, he's that. He couldn't pick up a first down on a third and two. Okay, which the problem is not Mitch Trubisky. The problem is a coach who's supposed to be an offensive guru, the Andy Reid tree of garbage, who can't seem to put his quarterback in the best position to play well, who can't seem to figure out how to get Tariq Cohen open, who can't figure out to call when to call a run play and when to call a play-action pass play. How many times today that we see short yardies plays where everybody knew the Bears was going to run the ball, they blitzed it, and this big guru couldn't even think about, I don't know, hitting a, a, hitting a running back or a tight end or something. The problem is not Mr. Trubisky, it's Matt Nagy. And I'm going to keep telling people the Bears are winning because of defense. In spite of Matt Nagy, he's garbage. He got the coaching job three years too soon, and it's that. But Mitt Daniel. Come on, man. He Hold on a second. Let's, 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 let's address <laughs> these points here. All right. No one is denying that they're winning because of defense. That is obviously clear. Denigrating the Andy Reid tree just seems odd. I mean, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl in Philly. John Harbaugh in Buffalo. It's just it's, a, it's an odd thing to pretend like that guy can't create good coaches in the NFL. There was a time when eight of the 32 coaches in the league were either Andy Reid or had coached under Andy Reid. The guy clearly knows how to coach. Then not picking up a third and two, that happens all over the place in the NFL. That happens with Aaron Rodgers. That happens with Pat Mahomes. Certainly it can happen with Chase Daniels. There's no que- Chase Daniel. There's no question the Bears offense is light years behind its defense. The only type of run I'm talking about, I'm not talking about 350 yards passing and three touchdowns every game. I'm talking about what if they keep winning? What like what if he goes 7 and 1 in an 8 game stretch? You don't think that's going to get between Mitch Trubisky's ears? You don't think people in Chicago that are already down on Mitch are going to be like off the ledge, off the rails for him? Like all I'm saying is because they win with defense and because all they need from their quarterback is serviceable play and not to turn the ball over, that is a bar that Chase Daniel can get to. They don't need Pat Mahomes. So since they're not asking Chase Daniel to do more than he is capable of doing, I think it could get uncomfortable for Mitch around here. Chase Daniels is not that good, man. He's not that good. I agree, but he doesn't have to be that good. He's not going to be that good to go on that run that you're projecting. He might he might win against the Raiders. We're talking about Chase Daniels. He lost to the Giants last year, man. Come on. He lost to the Giants last year. And so he might look serviceable against the Raiders. 
the moment he gets up into some real competition, he's going to be strong. He's not going to go on that seven to eight. Were the Vikings not real competition? The Vikings defense is they only gave up one touchdown. That's all I'm saying. He He won the game. The defense won the game. I agree with you. But, okay, here's the – Aaron, here here, – I agree with you. Here's my point. What if they go on a run here where he is not playing great? He's 250 yards, one or two touchdowns. The defense wins the game. But they keep winning games. That's all I'm saying. Not that he's better than Mitch. Not that he's the QB of the future. That – Chase Daniel, mediocre quarterback, wins games. Like, I, I don't understand why that's not reasonable. Because I honestly don't believe he can throw for 250 yards. If I thought he could throw for 250 yards, I would high-five you and agree with you. But I don't think he can do it. Therefore, okay. that's why there's no, there's no quarterback controversy with him because I don't think he has that in him. You have maybe 120 yards. Maybe against the Raiders next week, maybe 250. After that, man, come on. Really? He lost to the Dallas. He lost to Detroit last year. I'm sorry. He lost to the Giants last year. He lost to the Giants. Yeah, he went, he went one and one. <laughs> he went one and one last year as a starter. I appreciate the call, man. He's beaten the Chargers on the road before when he started week 17 for the Chiefs with Alex Smith a couple of years ago. Like, he, he is not great. We are in complete agreement on that. Chase Daniel is nothing special as a player. But, yo, so far neither is Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky does not have some sort of stranglehold on this job based on his play. He does based on his draft position. He does based on how much the Bears want him to be good. But this was his 31st start, not his third I'm not saying he's not ever going to start for the Bears again. Obviously. What I'm saying is Mitch Trubisky has issues with self-doubt, which is human. He has issues with self-doubt to the tune where he deletes social media, to the tune where Matt Nagy talks about needing to build up his quarterback, be, be careful with him. They've talked a lot about that. They told him before a press conference two weeks ago, hey, don't talk about last week's game. Only look forward because he had played poorly in the previous week's game. Eddie Jackson, the safety, came on our radio show in Chicago, said that the boos get to him when he got booed at home in week one. He's a little, uh, he's in his own head. He's a perfectionist who hasn't been perfect. So all I am saying is, If Chase Daniel goes on a winning streak and the noise gets louder and louder that the Bears don't need Mitch Trubisky to win, this could spiral negatively for Mitch Trubisky. I'm not saying that he's going to get Wally pipped because Chase Daniel's going to come out and all of a sudden make a run at MVP. That's not what I'm saying. It's not about how good Chase Daniel is. It's Chase Daniel's competent and Mitch is fragile emotionally. 855-212-4227, also in Chicago, John on CBS Sports Radio. What up, John? Hey, Danny, how's it going? Good, man. How are hey, you? Hey. All right, two quick points. In the game, uh, they threw one pass that caught Tariq Cohen. 
on the other three possessions in the red zone, they did not throw one pass toward the end zone. That's why we got three field goals. The, the Chicago Bears' ownership is in denial. Same mistake they made last year with the kicker. We didn't get a kicker during the season. We should get Kaepernick in here this week. Huh. This is what I think. They should get him in and let him learn the system in the next couple of weeks just in case Trubisky don't come back. We need John, a quarterback. John, Yes. You think that 96-year-old Virginia McCaskey is signing Colin Kaepernick? I, I think he'll be he'll be a good fit. I'm not but saying that he would or would not be a good fit. I'm just saying, do you honestly think there is a snowball's chance in hell that the Chicago Bears sign Colin Kaepernick? They, you know, you got to let go. You got to let go of your feelings. If we go, if we go in the Super, we got no chance of getting to the Super Bowl with Trubisky this year, nor with this backup quarterback. Chicago. Ownership should realize that we're we're not going to get to the Super Bowl, no matter how great the defense is. We've got to get a quarterback. Listen, man, I want Kaepernick to get a chance, too. I appreciate the telephone call. That ship has sailed. Hey, I don't know. I understand why people talk about it, because he is interesting and quarterback play occasionally is so bad. For a team to give Cap a job now would be to effectively admit that they all conspired to keep him out of the league when he was protesting for racial injustice causes. There is just no way a team is doing that. It's it's over. I wish it wasn't, but it is. A team is not bringing in Colin Kaepernick and all the noise that comes with it in the midst of a year where they think that they can compete for a Super Bowl, no less. It's just, it's not happening. I wish it would. Chicago or elsewhere, I think it would be an amazing story. In a season with Antonio Brown and Andrew Luck and Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady being ageless, it would be an unbelievable story that would cross over. I would love to see it. It ain't happening. That dream is the NFL killed that dream. Not because you can't protest and be in the NFL. Kenny Stills is in the NFL. Eric Reed's in the NFL. But he was the face of it. And they've decided that he's not worth it. And once they decided that he wasn't worth it, they're not going back on it because then it would show that they kept him out for non-football reasons. So I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I truly do. But that story is over. It is over. 855-212-4227. Gary in Indiana on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Gary? Hey, how you doing today, Danny? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. Listen, uh, I think you're dead on about a lot of things about Chase as far as being in the system and he was the backup quarterbacks and, he, you know, he kind of knows uh, uh, Nagy's uh, thing through the KC. But I think you're wrong about one thing, man. You said he's nothing special. Well, I think he is special. Uh, I think he's, you already said he's more than good enough to win with this defense. And I think he can move the ball good enough. And if our kicker can stay healthy, we can kick it in. I'm tired of sticking up for Trubisky. I keep coming up with different reasons why he's, oh, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be good. He's going to be good. He's a one-read guy, a one-trick pony. I'm tired of him. And if I, wanna, if I could address your first caller, his name was Aaron, I believe. Man, I don't know. He, he missed a great game today because uh, – your boy Chase Daniels looked great today. So he, you know, and the last. I'm just part, saying, like, when, like, when you when you when you say special, 
Chase Daniel is, I mean, last year against Detroit on the road in a win, he was pretty good. Two touchdowns, no picks, 230 yards, QB rating 106. It was fine. Next week, 285 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Quarterback rating is 75. Like, he's just, he's okay. He's just okay. Like, we don't, we don't have to make him into anything that he isn't. He's, he's a smart player who knows the system and is calm and poised because he's seen everything. That's Part what he is. That. But I'm saying he's special in, the, in this regard. He's a quarterback of destiny. He came at the right moment and met up with this Bears team. That's a got quarterback a of defense. destiny? Exactly, sir. Yes, it happens sometimes. And a good coach, well, you coach with what you have, not with what you think you should do. And I think Chase is what they got. And they should write him out. I mean, Trubisky, he's going to need surgery in the offseason anyways from, the, from what I Googled earlier, you know. I mean, just get that ball rolling now, you know. Let's All right, go. listen, man, I appreciate the telephone call. I can't argue against destiny. I Listen, if you believe I'm not here to squash your hopes and dreams, if you believe he is the second coming of the quarterback Messiah, hallelujah, amen, hail Mary, well, Shana Tovah to all my Jewish brethren out there. I should be more of a honorable practicing Jew, but, you know, I'm not. We all have to disappoint our mother somewhat. I'll see her tomorrow for dinner. But Chase is average. The problem is average might be an upgrade. That's the situation they're in here in Chicago. 855-212-4CBS. It's an NFL postgame show, Danny Parkins style on CBS Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.